Hello, this is Nikdha from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Wednesday, the 30th of October. The halbalu around the unofficial visit of a delegation of members of the European Parliament is still not over. The MEPs held a press conference today to brief the media about their visit. At the conference, British politician Bill Newton Dunn of the Liberal Democratic Party said, and I quote, We are here to find out facts. We are your friends and want to help you. We want to see how we can help in bringing peace here. We've been here to get facts and information and our visit was excellent. Unquote. Another member of the delegation, Bernhard Zimniok, of the German far-right Alternative Führer Deutschland Party, said Europe should mediate in the Kashmir dispute between India and Pakistan. Another member of the same party, Niklaus Fest, said, and I quote, I think if you let in EU parliamentarians, you should also let in opposition politicians from India. So there is some kind of disbalance. The government should somehow address it, unquote. Even before the visit, Thierry Mariani, an EU MP from a far-right party in France, told AFP, and I quote again, We are going to see the situation in Kashmir, at least what they want to show us, unquote. Theresa Griffin, another EU MP too, tweeted saying, and I quote, To be absolutely clear, the group of far-right MEPs currently visiting Kashmir are not in any way an official delegation. They do not speak for the European Parliament. The shutdown in Kashmir must be ended and constitutional rule of law restored. Chris Davies of the UK's Liberal Democrats party claimed that he too was invited by the Indian government to visit Kashmir. But the invitation was withdrawn after he insisted on being allowed to speak freely with locals without being accompanied by security forces. Yesterday, a member of the delegation claimed that the group was conscious that, and I quote, some people were being kept away from us, unquote. Herman Tersch of Spain's Vox Party said that the group was in the state to get some news about what is happening, but did not have enough facts to draw a conclusion about the situation yet. The delegation of 23 members of the European Parliament mostly belonged to right-wing nationalist political parties. They were driven through the heavily guarded streets of Srinagar amidst a complete shutdown today. They met 15 groups, including the Indian Army, a delegation of panchayat representatives and leaders of the BJP. However, none of them met any members of other regional parties. Their visit ended with a trip to Dal Lake where all of them were taken on a Shikara ride. Meghnath, Ayush and Pratik did some digging around and found a ton of interesting information about these members and why they came to Kashmir. Read their report on newslaundry.com. While all this drama was unfolding, six labourers from West Bengal died in a terror attack in Kashmir's Kulgam district yesterday. Five of them died soon after the attack and the sixth who survived is recovering at a hospital in Srinagar. All of them were from Murshidabad in West Bengal. The Director General of Police, Dilbag Singh, while meeting the EU MEPs, had told the politicians that the situation in the valley was very peaceful and not a single person had been killed in the last 84 days. Chief Minister Devendra Fadnavis has been unanimously elected as the leader of the Maharashtra BJP. Union Minister Narendra Singh Tomar and Party Vice President Avinash Rai Khanna attended the meeting as central observers. Since the results of the assembly elections were declared, the Shiv Sena has been pushing for a 50-50 power-sharing formula. Meanwhile, the NCP is going to hold a key meeting of its newly elected MLAs today. According to latest updates, NCP will sit in the opposition. Yesterday, Fadnavis had clearly rejected Shiv Sena's claim that there was a pre-poll understanding of a 50-50 power-sharing formula between the two allies. 
the Sena retaliated by calling off talks scheduled for Tuesday. They also posted an old video clip to remind Fadnavis and the BJP that they were going back on their word. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson won the approval to hold a general election on December 12th that could potentially end the political deadlock around Brexit. The vote in Parliament yesterday came after opposition Labour Party gave up its resistance to an early election, setting off a six-week campaign. It is likely that Johnson will make a case for a speedy Brexit. The opposition, however, is likely to propose holding a second referendum about whether to leave at all. According to new calculations by the US-based science organization called Climate Central, rising seas could affect three times more people by 2050 than previously thought. Major coastal cities are under severe threat of submerging. Mumbai is one of the cities that are under threat. The new projections show that most of the city, especially the southern part, is at risk of going underwater. South Vietnam is predicted to almost disappear and most of Ho Chi Minh City, the country's economic center, will be wiped out. Some of the other regions that are also in danger include Bangkok, Shanghai and surrounding cities in China, Alexandria in Egypt and Basra in Iraq. The findings show that some 150 million people are now living on land that will be below the high tide line by mid-century. Delhi's battle with air pollution is far from over. Since yesterday, the air quality has been oscillating between the very poor and severe category. Today, Delhi's air quality index stood at 422, worse than yesterday's 414. The falling air quality after Diwali night is being attributed to firecracker emissions, increased stubble burning and lack of winds. Last week, I spoke to Siddharth Singh, a climate and energy policy expert and the author of The Great Smog of India about air pollution. Do listen to the 87th episode of Reporters Without Orders on Newslaundry.com to listen to our conversation. Now for some more homegrown stuff from Newslaundry.com. Do watch the latest episode of TV Nuisance where Manisha looks at the news debates on Kumlesh Tiwari's murder and the pre- and post-election drama around this month's assembly polls. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.